whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Hello. Hi. Here we are. So, it's another Saturday, and... No, today's Friday. It's really Friday, I know, but they're listening to this on Saturday, (laughs) and I really, really thought on, like, last Sunday that this would be us conversing about Abby's birth, but... I was confident by Monday that that was what... That was going to be... This was going to be that podcast. And then Tuesday, that hope started to, like... Waver a little bit, and then... But barely. I still was... I... I feeling and confident. And then by, like, yesterday, I was like, oh, this is getting to be, like, down to the wire. We can't talk about Abby's birth if she has a baby yet, so... <laughs> yeah, yesterday, Thursday, was the first day that I'm like, mm, yeah, no. Better plan to not talk about that, necessarily. <laughs> um, so... One of our regular listeners who brought me dinner for tonight stopped by this morning. I don't. Did you meet Caitlin when she came to Birth Circle? I don't think you came to that Birth Circle. No, I don't know who this is. Do it's I? my friend, my friend from high school's wife. Oh, I think he, yeah, you mentioned her, but I wasn't at that Birth Circle. Right. So okay. she listens every Saturday to our podcast. And she brought you a meal for tonight. She brought tonight? me a meal for tonight. Aww. Yes, so she said we, like, set up expectations by having my birth story be, like, right after, like, the week, the Saturday right after I had him, that, mm-hmm. that there's, like, expectations now that we do the same thing for you. And I it's, said, yeah. we have full expectations of that as well. Right. I said, the only way that won't happen, I said, we are recording this afternoon, on Friday mm-hmm. afternoon, and it releases it Saturday at, like, five in the morning. Right. So... Like, the only way that it won't happen that we do Abby's birth story to release the Saturday after the baby's born is if he comes tonight. Yes. And that could happen, but right. we're doing our best, you guys. <laughs> so, sorry if yep. she has the baby tonight and we don't release her birth story <laughs> at five in the morning tomorrow. But I just doubt it. I know. I know. So. I'm not feeling like there's much happening at this point that would... But... I mean, we just watched that birth video that <laughs> you just never know. You Things really could just, just take a shift and you just do never know. And some birth stories are just it's so birth is just crazy. How we've talked about this before, but how the body is literally doing the same thing. Like it's literally like going towards the same goal that's coming out the same area it's dilating to like and yet it looks so different for every person but also every birth Birth. and how you just have no you can't have any expectation on what it's gonna look like or how it's gonna play out i've always had all of my babies really quickly and you could have a really long labor you can think my water's always broken to start my labors and you could have your water not break at all at all the baby's born i mean you can just have so many different variables Mm -hmm. that you can't 
predict ahead of time what Mm -hmm. is going to happen, even if it feels like it's a normal thing for you. Right. That, yeah. I mean, there are some things that may happen similarly to past births. Yes. But there are also times that they don't. Right. It's hard to even think. You can't, like, make yourself go into labor, but you also, like, this video we just watched really proves that you can't, like, keep yourself from having the baby if it... Yes. This lady was in, like, the worst circumstances ever. The video starts, and they had apparently just gotten, gotten like, evicted from their apartment and, like, moved into a new apartment, but they hadn't gotten the water switched on yet. So she's, like, sitting on the and couch. None of their stuff is unpacked. It's yes, just it's boxes all boxes. everywhere around them. And she's three days past her due date. And she's like, I really hope I don't go into labor today because I want to get the water turned on. We need the water turned on. We need to unpack our stuff. And she's she's like, but having a lot of contractions, so we'll just see. Yeah. And then it like clips back to like a short time later. She's like moaning through contractions and they still don't even know where the towels are. They don't know where her birth kit is. She wasn't even planning to have... Like, she was planning to have a midwife right. to be at the birth. Right. And then she, like, gets up to go to the bathroom, and you, like, can't even see it on the video, but you, like, hear it, and she, like, types out, like, that while she was there, she had one contraction and just pushed the baby out. And, like, they don't even have running water. Like, they don't have running water. They don't have, like, towels. They're, like, trying to, like, find things to, like, oh. Yeah. And the friend boiled some water yeah. mm-hmm. on the stove. Yep. Where I was like, you know what? I've been thinking. There's been a lot of things this week that has made me feel like, oh, this is just not setting up a good situation to labor in. And yet, none of them feel like they would be that challenging as not having running water and not having... Right. I mean... It would have been a little challenging when Tim was at the emergency room. Yes. With Cal. Yeah. But. Or if Tim, when Tim was back, like, there's there's multiple times that would have been really challenging. Yeah. This week, for sure. But that but, just, but also it's like, well, you just. Well, it really brought back a lot of memories to me of, like, my, the day I was in labor with Deke. Mm-hmm. Not knowing if I was actually going to have him that day, but having contractions and our mm-hmm. hot water went out and then he was replacing the hot water heater, but had to turn all the water off in order to do that. Yeah. So it was only for a couple of hours and even that felt like, oh right. no. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to have zero running water at all and not like it's going to be And not an even hour. have your stuff. Like right. towel, like it's one thing. To, like, miss out on water. <laughs> right. It is an important thing. But even if you aren't planning a home birth, it's still important to right. have running water. But right. also not to have, like, your birth supplies or, towel. or towels or yeah. any of those things. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they found a bowl to put the placenta in. Yes. Mm-hmm. After the placenta fell out. <laughs> Everything about this birth video was just great. So. Yeah. But... It just goes to show, like, Mm -hmm. you can still have a baby. Yep. And, Mm -hmm. yeah. Even when things aren't lined up perfectly. So, yep. Are we going to try to figure out how to pause this later, or... 
Debbie just texted me that she needs to borrow my birth tub and she's on her way to get it. Oh. <laughs> so either later on in this, you'll hear us pausing this. We're not very good at doing that. Yeah, We've sometimes it, it just cuts times. off. So uh, otherwise. But I think we could figure it out. But otherwise, I might just leave okay, for a so minute. Okay, so she's on her way. Yeah, I told her no. to tell me again when she... Okay. Did she say that, like, the lady she's... Is, like, gonna have her baby, or... Is she um, just wanting to get it prepared? She just wants to get it prepared, I think. I don't think they're in labor. She did start out the conversation with... Maybe Abby told you about the Mary and Joseph in town, so. <laughs> She's continuing to run with that theme. Um, I like that we're saying this on the podcast. As if, like, people know what we're talking about. Yeah. I know. But, um, she's asking if it's a good time. Maybe she can wait a minute. Well, this is our midwife who, a couple came into town and is suddenly going to have a home birth and is like 37 weeks pregnant and having contractions. So she's trying to figure out how to make they, her house a... I think they just, yeah, decided they're going to stay in town to have the baby. Yeah, and so she's trying to scramble to accommodate them, and she she calls them the Mary and Joseph. <laughs> no room in, in the inn anywhere. Yep. Anyway... Sorry about that logistical <laughs> detail, but it's like I can either be awkward about this and pretend like I'm not trying to figure this out <laughs> silently and like do hand motions to Abby or something, or I can just say it out loud. Okay. Well, we're never pretending to be professional anyway, mm-hmm. and we have very little to talk about. At least I do. Maybe you have like great solutions, so we'll just fill our time with these special <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, we really just are kind of the same. I mean, I'm slowly coming more out of the postpartum time. Mm-hmm. When I say slowly, I mean kind of slowly, kind of quickly. <laughs> slowly mentally, but quickly being, like, shoved out of that time. Uh, well, and honestly, like, physically, I feel pretty decent. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's almost making it harder to... Yeah. Because, Paxton, so what's been your struggle with the postpartum time? Like, tell me what's been good about it and what you're currently wrestling with. Okay, so what's been good about it is that this time, I think Chip and I did our the best we've ever done at the immediately after the baby is born, like the week, week and a half following the baby being born. Mm-hmm. I I figured out my bed is, I figured out my last birth that my bed is way too soft to live in it full-time yes so I, I did that last time because you're supposed to stay in bed for five full days and I really hurt my body doing that mm-hmm. because it's too soft to do that and not have your body and beyond that I don't have a like the back of my bed is like a, a bookshelf so you don't we have, have like a bunch of a stuff. So we don't have a to... headboard to lean against and the bed is really soft, which means it requires a lot of, like, core strength to... Sit up in it. Or move around mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And I had an 11-pound baby last time in my and body. And your bed's, like, half water bed. Yes. <laughs> all of these things. So, 
it wasn't just that it's too soft. It was like I was actually having to use my core extra to yes. stay in bed. So this time I didn't force myself to stay in bed the whole time. I still stayed in bed a lot and rested a lot. Yes. But I got out and like sat in chairs and things in my bedroom much earlier. And that was really good. Chip did an amazing job making sure I had food and snacks this mm-hmm. time. I think the, the first time it was a little... We were getting used to the idea of you not just jumping right back and right and heading to Costco. He did a great job of feeding the kids, but I would get kind of forgotten about a lot the, the last time mm-hmm. and be like, "I'm in my bedroom." And the other thing, Chip doesn't like keep his phone with him ever, so I'd be like back in my room, having no way to really contact any one of my family. <laughs> I've got like all these people out just right outside of my bedroom but none of them are like coming to check on me and so we that was much better this time yeah but the struggle is that I decided to let Chip go to our men's retreat this Mm -hmm. weekend for church and I am not so Paxton has been a really really good baby at night which is an Mm -hmm. amazing blessing he yeah he hasn't had I shouldn't. I feel like I don't even want to say it out loud because then it's like tonight's gonna be the night he's up all night. But, but we don't believe in that. I know. No. <laughs> but he really hasn't had. Uh, I don't think he's had any nights since he's been born that he has gotten up to eat and then just stayed up for a long period of time in the night. Mm-hmm. When I say in the night, we usually don't go to bed until around midnight. But and he has a big awake period before that, like from ten to midnight mm-hmm. or nine thirty to eleven thirty. He has like a long stretch of being awake, and then we like all go chip and him and I all go to bed usually around midnight for the night, and from midnight until like eight in the morning, he usually eats twice, and he usually just eats and goes right back to sleep, mm-hmm. and so. It feels like from That's that... That's also probably why your body feels like it's doing so well. It does, too, right, because yes. Because you're, like, getting good sleep. And yes. I feel like you're getting more sleep than you were when you were pregnant. Yeah. I Because I'm, like, sleeping in in the mornings right. and not just trying to get up and yeah. be doing stuff with our family. And so that has made it a little bit... I keep, like, having to remind myself, like, he just turned two weeks old. Like, mm-hmm. I was thinking the other day, like, oh... I'm excited to go and start swimming again. And I'm like, oh, I can't, like... Do that, yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, having hardly any bleeding at all anymore. Uh-huh. Like, it's pretty much... I mean, I'll still have occasional, like, yeah. spots here and there. But overall, that... I can go hours and hours in the day without having mm-hmm. any bleeding at all. Mm-hmm. So it just, like, I have to remind myself, like, oh, no. like You're I still very postpartum. have to wait until I start, like jogging again <laughs> um and i know that if i did any of those things my body would very much feel it and yes it for would sure. it is way too soon i know it's that it's that struggle where when you are being really careful you mm-hmm. do feel a lot better and then it's like this struggle to not like mess that all up right because you don't know you're doing too much until you've already done too much right and there's no like there's no way to know that until it's too late yeah. and you've already done too much so you can know logically what sounds like it would be too much Mm -hmm. but probably in the middle of doing things it's not gonna feel like too much 
Yeah. Until it's like now we get to the end of that day and it's like, right. oh. And there have been several times where everything I'm describing about how I'm feeling is how I feel in the mornings. I mm-hmm. feel like really great in the mornings and like, oh, I feel like I'm I feel almost back to normal. And but by the evening time of even when I'm trying to take it easy, I'm my body's just like really worn out. Right. And I feel really tired from going about my day. But, yeah, so I think that's the struggle at this point is to just try to... Re- I've, I've had to keep reiterating to myself over and over, like, six weeks is a normal amount of postpartum mm-hmm. healing time. Like, like, I don't need to be back to my normal everything before six weeks. Like, right, right. Like, that's totally okay to keep resting, to keep taking naps, and to keep, like, not doing everything right i was telling abby yesterday though i'd be curious how many so i was telling abby and our other friend julie that i get this weird like nesting like postpartum it's so weird to me because i never feel that at all right and so i was kind of i felt like it was weird so when julie said that but she She also felt like it was weird and was surprised that i was saying that i feel the same way yes but I'm curious how many other people go through stuff like that where opposite right, nesting right after the baby's born things that maybe were starting to bug me before the baby was born I like can't stand and ha- like so yesterday it was that I like deep cleaned our trash can yes like fully like mm-hmm. vacuumed it out and then but I, I feel like, like even it that it's like, like Clorox wipes you and, would never advocate for someone at two weeks postpartum to deep clean their trash can no. like you would yell but, at someone who was doing that. but it like really <laughs> was like you had no option right yes and it even felt like one of those things where I'm like I feel like even if I ask someone else to clean it I'm gonna like nitpick and like mm-hmm. still find something even if they make it spotless where yeah. I will like feel like I need to re-go over that part right mm-hmm. there because they didn't do a good enough job for me and yep it didn't help that when I went to like the way that it's configured it's it's one of the automatic trash cans that has like a bin inside of it you take that part out with that's like what you put the trash bag into mm-hmm. but at different points in time when that's been out kids have thrown like things into right, the trash right. so it's got like all kinds of junk at the bottom where it's not supposed to have any yeah. thing. So I needed to like vacuum that part out because I couldn't just dump it out because it has like a lip around it. So when you try uh, to like dump it, yeah. it like all the dust and stuff gets just stuck on the lip of it. So mm-hmm. I go to use the trash or to the, use the vacuum cleaner on the trash can. And Chip had told me that the filters were clogged mm-hmm. the other day and he like washed them and I like go to turn it on and it's still like not working. Which our kids have been, like, using it to vacuum. Mm -hmm. So I can tell it has, like, no suction. (laughs) I'm like, there has to be a clog somewhere in the hose. So, of course, there is. Up in the plastic part of the handle that doesn't, like, the the only part of it that doesn't actually remove and you can't get to. And you can't, like, Mm -hmm. put anything into it because it's curved. So spent a good while with a coat hanger (laughs) trying to dig out. Everything that was jammed into there, it probably took like 20 minutes and we got it unclogged, which makes me feel good because now when my kids vacuum, it's actually going to like suck up things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to work. I've been wondering, like, I feel like our floor looks like 
have you guys been doing your chore of vacuuming? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, how is it getting so gross again yeah. so quickly? Yeah. But that's why. <laughs> so those are my two big uh, endeavors of the day yesterday. In, Fixing the vacuum and cleaning my trash can. And what, what do you feel like you're, 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 you said you're, you let Chip go to man camp. Mm-hmm. That's the men's retreat. The men's <laughs> retreat. They call it man camp. <laughs> why, why has that been, why did you decide to do that? And why has it been a struggle? Well, he hasn't gone. I know he didn't go last year and I'm pretty sure he didn't go the year before. Although I don't feel as bad for him that he didn't go the year before because the year before he went to Kauai for seeing our church, yeah. pl- like doing mm-hmm. our church plant. So he got to do that when that baby was like eight weeks old or something. Yeah. So I feel less bad that he missed man camp mm-hmm. that year because he got to do something really fun yeah. in its place. Um, I can't remember if he went the year before that or not. But it's been multiple years that he hasn't gone. And our church has grown a lot in the past year, especially. I feel like there's a lot of new people. There's a lot of people who are going. Yeah. I was so surprised. So I think that was a huge influencing factor for me is that he does such a great job at, even when we're at church on Sundays, I mean, we're both like pretty occupied with our kids and... He always is the one that goes out and watches them while they play afterwards and just things that he gets a chance here and there to connect with people for like a Mm -hmm. few minutes at a time. Yeah. But I felt like it was really important for him to be able to have that chance to meet some of the other guys and like on a different level. Yeah. Um, And it's all like fun things. That he loves to get to do that he doesn't get to do very often. Mm-hmm. Shooting his gun and I don't know. Yeah. Not showering and getting dirty and <laughs> I'm not sure. Those are not things Tim would think is fun, but no. Um. So I had really just thought there was no way. I really thought Paxton would. I didn't think he'd be as late as Deke. I didn't think he'd be 10 right. days late. But, but I really thought I'd at least... didn't think he'd come before your due date at all. Right. And so... And just not knowing how things would go and how I'd be. Like... Yeah. We really just had decided he wasn't going to go. But then once he did come on the earlier side and... Stuff. Oh. <laughs> That'd be easier. <laughs> Okay. Well, we'll pause this. We're going to try to pause it. We'll try to come back. We'll We'll see if we come back. If we don't, then you got the shortest, most gypped episode of... (laughs) But you know what? You got something. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe we'll be back. We'll try. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hello. Did that work? Maybe. Do you think it worked? Yeah. Maybe. Hmm? Well, we'll find out. We'll find out if you can hear us, but we made it back. Danny's still trying to eat her cold lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Another birth tub. Lent out. <laughs> we'll see when this mom has her baby. We'll see when Abby has hers. 
I just got the most dreadful feeling out in the kitchen when you said that you will refuse to see your midwife, our midwife, Uh if you're still pregnant next Thursday. Yeah. And I thought, I think it's the first time, I'm sure this isn't the first time for you, but it's the first time for me that I've like even thought like, what if you go to like 41 weeks? Uh Uh-huh. Or like past, like yeah. it, it so much doesn't, which is funny because I feel like it didn't feel like an option for me with Deke. Right. And yeah. I feel like you just do it. Like, I feel like it didn't seem like an option for me that Melissa would go like past 42 weeks again. Like I just, mm-hmm. I really didn't think. That felt like an option for me. It did not for but. me. I kept thinking like when people were like guessing her when she would have the baby mm-hmm. it it literally felt impossible to me that she would have a november baby even yeah. though i knew she had gone two weeks past before and that that would be like yeah i mean i could have a february baby and that felt at the time like that is not even an option right yeah no but it still doesn't feel that way to me and i'm like oh right yeah i mean yep I think I'm so yes. much still in the mindset of like, well, she, she still has like a couple of days till her due date. Like she probably like I still feel like awkwardly like there's still like a lot of time till your due date, even though there's yeah. not really like mm-hmm. it's really like I was telling Tim today. I was like, well, tonight is the night that like I woke up with my waters breaking with arrow mm-hmm. and then I'm like or tomorrow morning would be like the day. No, Cal was on his due date. Cal was on his due date, yeah. But I woke up on his due date in labor. So right, it so felt it be, like I didn't have to, like, It would yeah. be Sunday, though. That but that's you would, what like, I was telling up. Tim about my, like, co- coffee creamer thing mm-hmm. was I told him I have enough coffee creamer for tomorrow morning, which is Saturday morning. And then I didn't buy any more of, like, the dairy coffee creamer because I'm not going to have dairy when the baby's born so i bought like almond milk coffee creamer so i'm like so if sunday morning on my due date i wake up a not in labor so i'll be like the furthest pregnant i've ever been and b i have to have almond milk coffee creamer and i'm not i don't don't have my baby it's just gonna be one big depressed day mm-hmm. so yeah right but that's where i still feel like mm-hmm. When you are talking about, like, Thursday and when I'm thinking, like... Yep. Next week. My kids have just now decided Ruben's coming out on the twins' birthday, which is February 5th. (laughs) My kids have been wanting that the whole entire time. They wanted me to have my baby on their birthday, and I was like, well... Well, my birthday's two days later, which also feels like that could happen. You wanted the baby to share a birthday with Tim, but... Maybe, Maybe he just wanted to share a birthday with you. <laughs> and it feels like it, even saying these it things. It feels like no way that's going to happen. It feels but it also is 100% like, impossible to me. But then you but just But then I count go, the days and I'm like, well. And you just wake up and it's a new day. And then you wake up again and it's another new day. You might then, cry and have some fits and other days. But then you're you like very accepting going. of it. And, and you're just where you're at. And you, know, you do start to have like thoughts of like cutting your belly open with a knife in the kitchen (laughs) yeah i i yeah i feel a little bit nervous to go see amy tonight who does my massages because i feel like she just 
It was really disappointing last week when I saw her, and she's like, mm, your body doesn't feel like it's in the zone for labor at all. And I remember being like... It is. So It is annoyed. in the zone for that labor. I'm like, I am. I go there tonight... I almost want to be like, don't even tell me anything that you feel in my body. <laughs> well, because what if she tells you very much that you feel super ready and like labor, it's going to get you all like. Either, yeah, either, either direction way, she could say. Feels... And why do I even like put stock in that? I don't know. But it just feels like know. this like, oh. Yeah. We'll see. But I'm also really looking forward to getting a massage tonight. And I keep thinking about how. I really, in my mind, also thought for a long time, like, I just expected I'd go late and I'm like, maybe Abby's, like, to think that I thought our babies would be born, like, close close together. We even brought up, like, what if you have your baby early and I go really late and our babies are, like, a month apart? mm -hmm. That's impossible. Mine was born earlier than we thought. At least he wasn't born at, like, could you imagine if he had been born at, like, 38 weeks or something Mm -hmm. ridiculous? And... It, it would be just... Yeah, like if he was like a month old right now. Already. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have... I'm thankful he like was at least <laughs> basically to his due date yeah. because it would have really made it feel like... If we're recording forever. a podcast next week and it's not my birth story... Mm, guys. Pray for me now. Because... <laughs> We probably just won't record an episode next week. Probably not. If if we are Having silent, the same episode. If there's nothing next week, you can just know to, to be pray. praying for Abby. <laughs> yes, seriously. I pray that I'll know how to encourage her. Cause yeah. Yeah. But it's very possible. It, yeah, it's true. Well, I don't know what to tell you guys. Other than this is coming from like moms who have had eight births and you've had five births and yep. So if you ever are feeling confused about the end of pregnancy and and I always think because I've done it so it many times that I learned so much that last time and that this next time I'm actually going to handle it really great because I know mm-hmm. I know what's normal what's not normal and i i feel confident going into it and then we get to times like this where i want to run away (laughs) Uh and it just feels like how do i not how do i not deal with this better yet because your body just sabotages you it's really really, that's really what it comes down to yes because it's not just that i'm impatient and like want to meet my baby like it's not right there is that like i feel like i was very much like that with graceland where like i just was done right because i was done right no it's the it's the thinking like okay my body is gearing up for this and i'm having i guess we're we keep making all these vague comments about it but maybe we should go into a little bit more detail yeah. about because none of the people listening to us actually know oh. what happened on Monday. <laughs> I feel like we're like acting, talking about acting like, like it's like the small group of people that you sent text updates to and like everybody knows what we're talking about and um, why we feel like Yeah, I all didn't of even <laughs> think that you guys don't know what so this week has been. So Abby 
last last Sunday you turned 39 weeks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you went to church. Yeah, I took my with kids, your kids by myself to church because, because Tim hurt his back. And which was the first part of yes, things feeling not great. Uh-huh. Um Tim had hurt his back, and so he decided to stay home with our youngest so that I couldn't deal with our youngest in church, and he was not wanting to deal with well, him in church. Well, it's hard at church. It just requires a lot more physical exertion, and so him with his back. and Right. Um, so I took my kids to church by myself and started having contractions there, which isn't... Prodromal labor is not new for me. Like, having... Consistent contractions is not something that I am unaware of. Right. Like, I know that that happens happened. with Arrow. And so, I mean, I wasn't really thinking much about them, but they were, like, consistently 12 minutes apart all through church. And I was thinking enough about, like, what am I going to do with my water breaks here in church? And I, like, have all my kids. And, you right. know, I was thinking enough about, like, that type of stuff. But I was fine. Went home and just was took my dinner back to my bedroom and decided to just eat by myself and um, then was like fine for maybe an hour like only had a couple contractions and then you might have to help me fill in the details because I barely remember but then I they started to get like Sunday night closer like yeah. five minutes apart apart for Sunday a while. night and we were kind of like I told Tim like I think we need to go to bed because this was at like 9 30 i said i think we need to go to bed because i don't know if this is going to turn into anything which day did you guys put the birth tub up monday night okay that's what i thought yes but this was sunday night and he had like gotten us ice cream we were like eating ice cream in bed and they were starting to get like a lot stronger and closer together i couldn't even like eat my ice cream i like handed it to him and was like i can't like Mm -hmm. even eat this and we need to just go to bed like and so we tried to go to bed and then all hell broke loose with my family and children waking up and dogs waking up and it was like was that already on sunday night that was sunday night okay of like we didn't sleep at all okay and you went into monday without any sleep and i can i was contracting all night like five sometimes 10 minutes apart but all night long i couldn't sleep a because of Tim then was having to deal with all of the kids who were w- waking up, because even though his back was hurt, he like had to just deal with them because I couldn't do it because I was having so many contractions and. But then I'm like worried about Tim hurting his back more and how, right. how we hadn't even inflated the birth tub and I was like, am I gonna have to like call Chip over in the middle of the night to have him <laughs> fill up my birth tub? Like I don't know what. Yes. I'm gonna do. Then I think I fell asleep for couple hours an hour okay. or something i'm lo- pulling back up the message yeah because 11 was when arrow woke up uh-huh. at 12 y- you were the one that got up with arrow at 11 oh yeah at 11 yes and you had him in the room like rocking and playing music until like 12 yes and but i was like rocking him thinking like this is gonna be like our sweet he woke up as like our sweet time of like last time yes my baby you said the contractions had space to every seven to ten minutes but that they were you were like getting pretty uncomfortable just like holding him yeah yeah so you got tim up Twelve fifteen. you said you finally fall back asleep but then Arrow woke up again at one fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So that you woke him up again. And then... But you... Let's see. 
You woke him up hoping you could keep sleeping, not have contractions anymore, but that doesn't work. You get up having contractions every 5 to 15 minutes, but they're strong enough that you can't sleep and can't help with arrow. Mm-hmm. But you know Tim's back hurting, you're feeling really bad. He gets arrow back to sleep at 3. <laughs> this was when <laughs> he like came and prayed with you. He went to bed, you went to bed around 3:30, but before you could fall asleep, 3:45. Yes. Both of your girls and the dog wake up. <laughs> and we're all crying. <laughs> yeah. It was a rough. It was a rough. So uh, uh, until like this night, the, the dog had been in the girls' room for like a week. Yes. Not waking up. Right. Doing great. Sleeping through the night. So this is the first night when in the midst of all of this contractions and Mm -hmm. Arrow being up multiple times Mm -hmm. that now the puppy has woken up and woken both girls up. Right. Mm -hmm. So Tim helped get all that done. And and I lost it. I was like, like sobbing, lost it. Mm. Like I cannot handle this. So he got them back to bed at 4.30, prayed with you again while you're crying then the contractions did die down to every 30 minutes. Yes. So then I got got to sleep sleep. at five. Yes. And then the kids woke you up at 630. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So. So Monday just felt great. Monday. Is what you're saying. Yes. You woke up at 630 (laughs) feeling really prepared to have a baby Uh and like life was going well. And I feel like Tim's back hurt worse from that experience. He got no sleep. I got no sleep. And we're both just like, this is awful. Yeah. And, and it, kind of at that point, you're like, oh, I hope the baby doesn't come out because yes. we can't do we this. We can't. Yeah. But I, and I did have no contractions that morning, like Monday. I mean, mm-hmm. like a couple, but nothing, nothing. like consistent. But then. And was, that was a day that you had like haircuts planned for your kids and the cleaning lady scheduled. To come, like, yes. Things that I feel like you had been like looking forward mm-hmm. to like getting done before. So. Right. And then you had an, a, a chiro- chiropractor adjustment for. Yes. And then after that, when we were driving home from the chiropractor, I started having contractions again every like five minutes and they were like consistently five minutes. And then we got to Melissa's house for dinner and they were still like five minutes. And then I was like, okay, we need to go back home because our birth tub isn't still blown up. And surely now, surely now this is. I've just got adjusted and. And like, they're like coming back full. Even no matter where we're going or what we're doing. Yeah, changing positions. I'm doing different things. I'm with different people, and it's not like slowing them down. So then, went back home. Tim got the birth tub filled up. We got the kids to bed. By filled up, she means with air. Air, not water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just to clarify. Yes. And then, I don't even remember what happened. All of the date, the last like four days have been kind of muddled together, but. So on Tuesday morning, you said, last night was better. I began contracting again about every five-ish minutes, around 5.30, took a bath. Had ac- That's when you had acupuncture Oh, yes. Acu- my acupuncturist came over <clears throat> at like 7.30 after I had taken a bath. And I was nervous about that because I'm like, I don't want... You want, I don't you want wanted to put sleep me into labor. And you wanted Tim to his back to get more. Yes, I didn't. But it felt. I remember crying to Tim in the kitchen, being like, "I feel like this is imminent. I feel like it's about to like happen, and I we can't do it." And mm-hmm. so I was nervous about the acupuncture but pushing me points, further in. She did points to like relax you. Yes, and it and it helped. They, I remember as soon as she left, they had slowed down a lot. And you went to bed around nine, slept for three hours, and then. Arrow woke up at midnight again. Yes. And didn't go back to sleep until... Oh, you... 
you were up then till three with yes contractions. Yeah. Well, Tim dealt with arrow again. Yeah, and then so then you slept from like three to like six thirty yeah. or seven or seven. Yeah. 30 or something. Mm-hmm. But it, it seemed like this pattern of, like, between midnight and 3 a.m. Especially I, like, if you got woken up. Yeah, I like, like, can't sleep. I'm having contractions again. And and that's been like that every single night since then. And I usually start getting contractions in the afternoon, evening. But nothing. I feel like now I'm the, just kind of like, well, whatever. And probably not to the same, like, five not minutes like, and intensity right. and all of that. Yes, totally. But then last night, I went to sleep, like, 1030. And slept. I mean, I got up to like pee a couple times, and one kid woke me up. But I like didn't you were not have any, up for hours. No, with didn't contractions. have any contractions and felt fine. I woke up this morning feeling very like crampy, and I wonder if I had contractions that I just right the, slept through. And but they were like at least mild enough that they weren't yes. waking you up, mm-hmm. and you weren't. so that's why none of us felt like we'd be here on Friday afternoon <laughs> because Monday just felt so like like. If it wasn't going to be Monday, surely it was going to be Tuesday. And if it wasn't going to be Tuesday... Surely it was going to be Wednesday. <laughs> but Wednesday... That's why when we say, like, surely not by next Thursday will but, I have a prenatal appointment. But yet... Especially knowing that, like, all of this started Sunday where it felt like even Sunday felt like mm-hmm. possible and now it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... And we're getting to, like, the gestations I've had all my other kids where it felt... That felt like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm in labor, but yet this feels early, you know. But now I feel like it's getting to the points. This just even, does it make you even wonder even more with Cade? Because, like, wasn't it around 39 weeks that you yeah. started having, like, labor stuff with Cade? Yes, that... it was 39 weeks, exactly. So, it and just is really And then I had really him three days before my due, so I had him today. Right. Gestation-wise. Right. But I feel like you did a lot during those four days. Yes. Like, where this time I feel like you have not done anything to try to keep labor going, if anything. Right. Kate, I don't... I mean, there wasn't any, like... You weren't, like, walking and, I like... Mean, I mean... No. Yeah, I was walking. Yes. I mean, when I say walking, because I, like, had several of my my labors, I feel like... That's never been something of, that does... Oh, it, it always... Puts me into labor. Me more. No. no. But I I mean, with Kate, I never, like, took anything or, like... Right. I mean, it just kicked in finally. But I there wasn't any, like... And it was definitely... There was more... I mean, it progressed further than it did for me this time. Like, yeah. But, yes, I mean, it definitely makes you wonder with his labor if I would have had a different mindset, what that would have... Like, just if you would have gone to bed and, like, been, yes. mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, I'm just going to go try to get rest. Yep. Like, what would have transpired? Yeah. So... I just keep thinking because 39 weeks on the day I turned 39 weeks was also that day that I, like stayed in bed all day and uh-huh. I wasn't having a lot of contractions but I just felt I remember telling you that I felt like a lot more labory and crampy and stuff mm-hmm. and Chip was like are you sure I should go to work and I'm like yeah you can go to work I'm not like having yeah. a baby but I just felt a very distinct shift mm-hmm. so it makes you wonder like what happens around that time that if it's and even a I thing. And I remember very like, clearly with Arrow and Calvary both at the 39 week mark there was like stayed in bed all day crying and like mm-hmm. there was definitely a shift but I remember very much with Arrow I feel like I remember with Cal too though a couple of different times of talking to you on the phone and you thinking like 
I'm yes. having contractions. Oh yeah, like, I definitely did. I, I couldn't remember if you. I like have I like journal out each right. So I've so gone you back had through some prodromal yes. with yes. him too. Yeah, for sure. I know with Sayla, you didn't because you never got a chance to. <laughs> right. <laughs> you had her 38 weeks, so. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yep. Well, we'll so see then if like, Ruben sticks to the close to the due date birthday or if he really just is a big tease and yes. makes you learn other hard lessons. <laughs> yeah, so when you're listening to this. I felt so with Geek for like. <laughs> Before I had Archer, I had done things to have all my... I'd had my membranes stripped with all of them, but mm-hmm. I'd had them all so early before... Right. Like, 38 weeks, really. Right. I mean, Titus, my due date had changed, so I was, like, almost 39 weeks by their dates, but I was still 38 weeks by my dates, and I was just so arrogant and cocky of, like, well, I just have my babies early, and... Yeah. So then when I had Archer at my due date... That kind of killed that. But then when I had Deke so late, yeah. it really, like, was a big... It's it's funny because it's, like, a humbling experience. But the reality is it's not like you can do anything to, like, right. have your baby early or late. Like, I mean, you can, but... Well, true. But I'm saying, like... Yeah. Yeah. It was like, well, I guess I'm learning what it feels like to have to go a really long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll have a... Bigger baby this time. You're like, that doesn't actually make me want to have no. the baby mm-hmm. be late either. No. I forgot that that was like your thing with Arrow. I wanted was that you really bigger. wanted him to be over eight pounds. That if he was over eight pounds, nursing would go better. It didn't. So now I'm like, you're like, Whatever. I'd rather just have a six pound baby. I can have a six baby. pound baby and that's fine with me. <laughs> oh. So. oh, Ruben, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, we'll see when he comes out. I hope we get done doing this and then tomorrow you've had your baby. (laughs) I hope so, too. (laughs) That'd be great. Oh, man. Best case scenario. Mm -hmm. That happens. Maybe we'll even record a bonus episode before next Saturday if that happens. Like a... Like a Tuesday episode. Yeah. You guys can really... Start praying now. Praying now now that I have my baby so that you get a bonus episode. Get a bonus birth story episode. Oh, dear. Well, yeah, there's not a whole lot more to say. I'm just... I'm just hanging out for a couple of days and... Surviving life with Chip gone. It's actually... I've been feeling... I've just been focusing on just this trip. So I think when I was feeling really overwhelmed, yeah, Chip has this weekend that he's gone. And then next week he has his normal two days off of work. But one of them, we have a birthday party planned for our twins that he's going to be helping do a lot with. And it's going to take up the majority of the day. And then the next weekend he's going to our church's um, like youth winter camp right with our with Kenzie our oldest daughter and so it was not so much that I felt overwhelmed just about this weekend but when I looked at the whole picture of it Mm -hmm. and how I was feeling a couple of days ago I do feel like each day progressively I feel more and more like 
like less and less tired at the end yeah. of the day and more like back to normalish. So this weekend, just right now, just looking at like till Sunday, doesn't feel like that overwhelming, which I'm really thankful for. And just feels like, okay, like it's yeah, <laughs> two nights. If anything, I'm like... I'm kind of feeling we just moved the bassinet into our room and I'm feeling like I need to get start that like just moving packs in a little bit more mm-hmm. away at night. But I'm kind of excited that like the next two nights I can still have packs in like in bed with me, but also I'm not going to be squished for the yeah. first time in uh-huh. two weeks. Yeah, because I feel like we only have a queen size bed and Having a baby in the bed, a new baby in the bed, mm-hmm. and a queen size bed. Yeah. I'm definitely the one that, like, I mean, Chip doesn't have very much of the bed. He's, like, yeah. been really He's not good. Like a bed hog. No, but. but I'm the one that's more, he just sleeps. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't bother him, and he doesn't notice. And I would like more space. But also, I'm conscientious of, like, the baby, and yeah. so even though he's been sleeping great, it's just been that, like, very, like, kind of always aware of, like, who is where and mm-hmm. how I am. And, yeah, like, I want to roll over, but I also want to be facing the baby. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to roll over. Yeah. But I really want to roll over, and my body really wants me to roll over. But, yeah, like, so I'm really excited that, I, A, I have the bassinet that I can put him in, and, B, I've got the whole bed. Right. So, Chip, when you listen to this, I hope you're having fun at man camp right now. And <laughs> you don't. Hate- I am excited for you to come back and be in our bed with us. But <laughs> I, I remember like the first times he ever left, like many years ago. Yeah. It felt like, how am I ever going to be able to sleep tonight? Uh-huh. I miss him so much. That was like and me like, when I kicked him out with the dog. You know, at least you knew he was still in the house. I but know. yeah, but it was really nice. To have the bed. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a king size bed, so. Yeah. So that's, I'm just trying to, it's not that I am wishing him away. We are trying to look at the positive parts. I'm looking at the good parts of Mm -hmm. the situation. Yep. So, anyway. All right. Well, hopefully you guys got this whole second part. If not, whoops. And... We'll be back sometime, hopefully sooner than later. Yep. Because if we don't come back next, we're either gonna you do we're either gonna do a bonus episode soon to tell the birth story, or we won't be back for a really long time. <laughs> so, one or the other. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye.